0: Hello Freaks and Geeks, it's your two favourite nerds here for another stunning episode of Piercing the Veil, with me,
1: Robin Pierce, and me, Stephen Pierce.
0: So, episode 11,
1: are uh, the weeks just flying by? Feels like we've only just started this.
0: Well, we have, I've only just switched go on the time. Yeah, but
1: you know, episode 11. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ratings are good. Yes. Downloads are good. People seem to like what they hear, so all is good. All, all is good, and and these people are actually enabling us yeah. to continue with this. So thank you, listener. Yeah, thank you, listener. Uh, completely unrehearsed and even this week unscripted. Yeah, I've got three little notes on my my little clipboard here. Um, I, I'm going to put a line through one now because we never did get. Round to watching that trailer. Okay. So, Stephen, what have you been up to this week? Regale me with stories of Stephen in Stephen-topia.
1: Stephen-topia. Mm-hmm. It's Utopia, only with a weird Steve twist. So I've been carrying on with Batman No Man's Land. The follow-up to Cataclysm with the earthquakes that...
0: Yeah, you explain this every week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's going well. Okay. <laughs> and somehow yeah. He's lost it I don't know how, sorry listener um, In other news There is actually game news this week
0: Game news? Yes I gasp because a few weeks ago You promised us You sat there Opposite my, 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 my good self And you said There's going to be Friday the 13th game news Now we were upstairs In your room yes. earlier Playing split second And That Friday the 13th game Is still shrouded In cell fame what is I'm busy I'm not going I, to drop my mic Because that's yeah. kind of You know expensive and I don't want to have to Buy a fourth one but I'm going to drop the pen. What? Busy oh. doing what? What? Busy doing nothing lounging the whole this room are you mm-hmm. to find lots of things to do?
1: To be honest, not a bad new No. Then. In all honesty, I kind of forgot about it. It arrived. I was ready for it, and then I kind of, right, I start this, and then it was like, "Oh, butterfly!" Oh dear!
0: Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! So, you forgot a Friday the 13th game that features Kane Hodder. Yes. A man I have spoken to many times. Yes. And wasn't there another game that you were going to get your. Oh, of?
1: Um, what was that? Dead by Daylight. That's by Daylight.
0: Something to do with slasher movies or something.
1: Yes. That one had some badness around it, though. Badness? No badness. You mean,
0: you know, it's a bad game, or Not I feel dirty a, playing
1: it. A bad game. Okay. So, you buy the, the normal game. Right. And, you know, you get your base game and all the rest of it. Yeah. However, to buy any of the slashes for it. Yes. Additional downloadable content guides Oh, this again? Yeah. Oh. But I thought you
0: retook all this. Yeah,
1: it said it came with the... came with the downloadable content and the soundtrack. However... However? However, you have to... Um, they released these after it came out. So it doesn't count in that season. So
0: we are talking on behalf of who? Who are the game manufacturers here?
1: I, I believe it's called Five O Five Games. Five O Five Games. Yes, I don't know if the developers okay. have changed.
0: Five O Five Games. You are here accused of yes, of
1: the highest order in the extreme. Yes.
0: Shame on you! Shame, you bring shame to douchebags. Yes, you do. You hurt me now. Oh, he's hurt now. There is a tear in his eyes. Poor little
1: man. Um, anything else happened to you this week? Oh, um, they are releasing a. They being who?
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't come here as as a now a broadcast yeah. professional. You don't come here and say. Oh, they're doing this.
1: Who, who's they? A the new gaming developers, okay. Uh re-releasing Ghostbusters the video game remastered okay. on PS4. All right. Now I believe Atari brought the original one out. I think are they still were work- still around. Th- this is what I'm not clear on, because I'm sure Atari. And THQ brought out the original Ghostbusters video game, but different companies remastered it. Okay. It's a company I've never heard of before. Okay.
0: Good. Of course, we're looking forward to Ghostbusters next summer. Yes. And um, he he's already told me uh, we're walking um, downtown today and came up with this brilliant idea. Genius. You know we've got to wear Ghostbusters themed shirts to go and see Ghostbusters next summer. I? I mean, what else would we wear? We are the king of wearing appropriately themed. That is true. To screening When we went to see the 30th anniversary screening of Ghostbusters, yeah. did we not wear Ghostbusters t-shirts? We did. Did I not wander in there with Ecto-1 emblazoned across my chest? Yes. There we are. Am I not the person who, on a New York visit several years ago, wore a King Kong t-shirt to go up to the top of the Empire State building?
1: True. There uh, we I was are. also true. See? So right. how has
0: your week been? Oh, it's been... It's been rather different. Okay. Rather different. I... Don't know why this is. Maybe it's because I don't have a constant reminder day in, day out. But I really don't use streaming services that much. Okay. I have Amazon Prime and I have Netflix. Yeah. The rest of the family uses Netflix pretty much as much as you use Sky. Yeah. But I, I I kind of forget about it. And then I have like a splurge on it, and then I forget all about it again. Until uh, my good friend, Alex Lachuk, you know, he, he is now the patron saint of geekery, okay? Passed me a link to a new Amazon Prime series called The Boys. And so far, I've watched four of the eight episodes, and it's based on a comic um, that's published by Dynamite Comics. And four episodes in, I'm completely oh. uh, the characters are very recognisable. Yeah, I think that they stayed. Just this side of being, you know, clear of copyright infringement. Yeah. Um, but at times it gets very, very, very close. I mean, they've got the Homelander, obviously, super. All right. Queen Maeve. She practically wears the same outfit as Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. All right. A-Train, The Flash. But I think most obvious of all, you've got Black Noir, and I still haven't quite figured out who who he's supposed to be, because his outfit is very similar to the Black Panther. Yeah. But he never says anything. You know, in a team meeting... He'll sip at a Slurpee through a straw, and you get the feeling he's he's kind of if you put a cape on him, yeah. be Batman. All right, but uh, you know he he looks a lot like the Black Panther, but I I, I think because the thing has got a huge Justice League vibe yeah. to it, I think he's probably meant to be Batman. But the most obvious of all is the Deep, Aquaman. The same outfit, practically. How? It's the same outfit the Momoa wears. <laughs> you know, kind of orangey gold yeah. top, green pants, and he's called the Deep. But you know, you've you've got your, your heroes, and it's it's pretty easy to say you know to tell who who here. But it's in a world. It's as if the Justice League were in our world. They had these meta powers, and they were run by a corporation who wanted, you know, they they, they've got their skyscraper headquarters, and the company's got exclusive rights to them. Public appearances, they've got spin doctors, they've got lawyers, they image consultants, everything. Um, They've got a team of people who are monitoring. Crimes to make sure that they, they get the most photogenic crimes where they look completely, yeah. you know, um, heroic. And so it's kind of stage managed for them. But they are also as corrupt as hell. You know, there's a, there's a cover up, and I'll tell you something that happens in the opening moments of episode one. And this is where my interest was. Okay? Bank robbery. Okay? Yeah. And um, homestead, homesteader, he's not a farmer, homelander, and Queen Maeve intercept. And you know, he punches one guy so hard, he lands several blocks away. But this guy's talking to his girl, and she's standing just in the road, and he's holding both her hands. And in in a microsecond, yeah, she is splattered into road pizza. There's not enough of her left. Berry, the you know, you need a mop to clean this mess He's left just holding her dismembered hands, and stopping just a few yards away is a train. You know, it's burned. Yeah. Who who just didn't see her ran into her and wow splacked. and that's the catalyst to you know what begins to happen with that so that was that your attention grabber yeah and it was really just like I always wondered because we well, I've seen you know the John Wesley ship flash the classic. We've seen the grass in Flash and because he's moving so fast, I, I realize that everything must be like in slow motion to him. But what if somebody hit somebody? And this answers that question. Yeah. There are also other pretty heinous things that do. And they're immoral, they're cr- they're corrupt. It's it's the the old story of power corrupts, yeah, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So I'm halfway in. Um, it's it's just stunning, just absolutely okay. stunning. I can't recommend this highly enough for you. And um, I'll be watching the next four. Yeah. In time to perhaps give a fuller review next All right. week, and. I do believe that Alex and I will be discussing this on the Midweek Drive podcast. Okay. Uh, available at Um We do the show live on Wednesday night. Listen if you wish. Um, but it's also available as a podcast. So if you don't get enough of me here, I'm also available on Wednesday mornings but that's not the only thing i've no. been watching you and i have been watching a series called comic book
1: men oh that's good that's good, good.
0: now the center for this amazon prime series is kevin smith of whom we are both a yeah fan. Uh, not only does he write movies appear in movies direct movies do several podcasts. He writes for Marvel Comics. He writes for DC yeah, Comics.
1: And
0: he owns a comic book store in Red Bank, New Jersey, which is staffed by a few of his friends. And this is well, it's said to be an unscripted series, like a reality show, yeah. set in a comic book store. And the kind of people who in, the guests they have. We've seen legendary artists like Jim Lee, Neil Adams, um, the god of all comics himself, the late great Stan Lee yeah. was in the shop for a day. We, we've seen a lot of them. Uh, Luke Arrigno, um X Incredible Hulk, Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes carries on popping in, who is, of course, Jay yeah. to Kevin Smith's Silent Bob. And You've got people bringing in items that they want to sell secondhand. Now, some of them are comic books, and they bring in uh, memorabilia and collectibles as well. And it's something that I feel I should probably stop watching because I watch a show, I binge watch. I mean, we've watched three seasons in a week. And somebody will bring something in and they'll have something and it seems like such a great idea to own one of those. I'm immediately on my smartphone seeing eBay, how much much this would cost me. Things that I haven't thought of for years, like the 1974 Marvel Treasury. yeah, The first comic book crossover where Spider-Man met Superman. I'd never owned that
1: but I'm not going to pay the prices that they... No. I mean, I don't know. why. It wouldn't make sense, because it is as high a highly sought-after issue.
0: But they reprinted the second crossover that
1: did and it's in the collection. All right. That was Batman, meeting the Hulk. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it gets you thinking about the collectibles and the kind of things that we collect. Yeah. And how
1: much it's worth. Oh, you're mentioning collectibles. Yeah. One of the things that struck me recently that I hadn't really thought of is you have things like the Batman animated figure range. The ones that you're collecting
0: yes. now or the ones that you ones had I'm when you were a kid?
1: The ones I'm collecting now. Yes. Then the DC collectibles range. Yeah. I'm surprised by how much they've actually gone up in price. Because I still consider them very new figures. Yeah. Because I remember the Man Bat figure coming out. Yeah. And it was on Amazon. I think it was £5.60. Right. And at the time, cheap, bought it, great. Now it goes for over £100. <sighs> this does happen. This does happen.
0: Um... Often you'll find that you've got it in mind that, you know, you'll you'll have a comic and you'll consider that it's very rare and it's not as rare no. as you think it is. And yet you can buy something incongruous and you might think, oh, that's great on that And the next time you look, it, it, it's gone up to a yeah. three-figure sum. And, you know, we've got... Um, some of the marble, not the Marvel, Universal figures, the Universal yeah. Monsters by Sideshow. And they were, they were what, about £10 each?
1: Oh, there are seven,
0: like yes, um, Yeah. Considering that the Frankenstein Monster is um, endorsed by Sarah Karloff, daughter of yeah. the late Boris Karloff, who played the monster, as the best Frankenstein Monster sculpt. There is. It costs £7.99.
1: Goes for hundreds now. Yeah. And that's one. You see, you saw it in the store right now, and it's going for, say, 40. I think nothing of it for that kind of sculpt.
0: It's amazing how these figures have suddenly sort of
1: developed. I think partly, and one of the reasons it's it's gone so much in price now is when we're starting to collect figures on the current kind of ring. Yeah. It wasn't really a popular thing to do. Well, I didn't really know anything about this. Yeah. Um,
0: I think it was 22 years ago. Um, some friends of the family uh, sent over some gifts. About yeah. It, you know, and they sent me a box which contained the Scully and Mulder yeah. X Files figures from their first movie. And I, I wasn't really an X Files fan no. at that point, um, but I looked at the figures and I thought, well, wh- why, why, why? You know, I'm yeah. a grown man for God's sakes, so what do I need these for? And at closer inspection, I was absolutely stunned because the sculpts were so dead on. Now, the figures themselves are only, what, about five inches high? Yeah, after me. And I, as soon as I saw the detail and the likeness of these figures, you know, they, they were little sculpts. They, they weren't, you know, action figures in the convention. You know, your Batman yeah. animated figures were from your childhood yeah. now, which you played with, yeah. and came with the Batmobile and all that. Now they've released higher end figures, yeah. and these came with like, spring loaded Yeah, the And all that. And then after that, um, McFarlane came out with the Movie Maniacs, and I saw those advertised in Pangoria. And it what really caught my imagination was in the first wave um Jason, yeah. Because they had a figure of Jason from Friday thirteenth, part eight, Jason Manhattan. And he was the kind of rare chase figure. There was one of those to a box. Um the species figure there were two of them, a male yeah. and a female. There, there were several of those in a box. There were considerably less of Leatherface and Freddy Krueger yeah. in a box. And there was one big.
1: Yeah, um, yeah Brundle, Brundlefly was the other one. That's right. That's right. Brundlefly, of course. What was he second wave? First wave. First wave,
0: okay. And. Um, This is going back 22 years? Yeah. No, about 20 years. 2021 years. And I telephoned Forbidden Planet in Manchester. Yeah. And asked them about Jason and they had one.
1: Which they sold to me. And this is 20 years ago. Yeah, because they had one Jason and they had two Leatherfaces. Yeah.
0: Do you remember how much I
1: paid for Jason? Sir? 40. It was 40 pounds.
0: Yeah. And it was so detailed. And it's been here on display
1: in the study. I still... that that's what got me into collecting figures and I stuff. still think, though, that with the movie Maniacs... Yeah. They made kind of a mistake by putting, like, the big three in the first wave. In the first wave, yes. The second wave had Scream. Yeah. Michael Myers.
0: Michael Myers, Norman Bates. Yes. Yeah. And I... I had it in mind to buy Norman Bates yeah. because I liked Psycho so much. But when I saw him, it was Norman Bates dressed up as Mrs. Bates with a removable plastic wig. Yeah, it didn't look right. And when you looked at him, he just looked like a little old lady.
1: You were convinced at the time that the one you'd leave behind was straight. Yeah,
0: from Screams. And actually, it was getting on for 20 years ago, because it was on my 40th, 40th birthday. Yeah. Um. So, because Norman Bates um, carried a strong resemblance to, you know, somebody's great-grandmother yeah. with a knife, I decided to leave that behind, because that I'd spent half my time explaining to people what it was supposed to be,
1: what it was all about. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but I've been far happier with the
1: of It amazes me that, but then you have other ranges where they're not actually the sculpts. They kind of try and cheat fans. And a, a prime oh, example yes, was, yes. I remember showing you it, the, they released, in the Diamond Select range, they released the now, Frankenstein. To explain,
0: the figures that we've been talking about um, for the Universal Monsters in the 30s and 40s yeah. um, were put out um, by yes. kind of leaders in yeah. the field. When the rights lapsed called Diamond Select, and they they made new sculpts of several of the monsters, with the main exception being Bella Lugosi as Dracula. It was just... generic. Yeah, just, just... He looks a bit like um, you know, Dracula, as as seen in Marvel Comics, humor Dracula. Um... <clears throat> he looks a little bit like a grown-up Eddie yeah. Um you showed me the bride
1: yeah and, and it, had... it wasn't Elsa Lanker no it was it. the female lead from the creature from black lagoon Julie
0: Carlson's yeah. head put on a Bride of Frankenstein body and then that Nefertiti beehive yeah and it just didn't look right
1: and that and, and we spotted yeah. that instantly because you look at it like this is just wrong yeah. It's all wrong. Yeah.
0: But they've done some pretty good stuff. As yeah. Well. But my heart is still with um, Sideshow.
1: I mean, the, if you look at their Marvel select diamond sled range, yeah. some of those are fantastic, aren't Yeah. It's yeah. only the universal monster range where they made some mistakes.
0: Well, of course, both you and I
1: yeah. have got. A
0: rare collectible yes. from the Universal range. For years, fans had been clamoring for a figure of Bella Lugosi. And Bella's son, Bella Lugosi Jr., is a Hollywood showbiz attorney. And. It's no secret, really, that he blocks all attempts to uh, license his father's likeness. Yeah. Um, unless somebody bids very highly. Uh, he'll do, you know, he'll, he'll allow people to make one to one scale bronze, which, you know, only the super rich can really afford. They're way out of the yeah. price of your average uh, or gozy. But eventually, Sideshow got the right to Dracula, Lugosi. As they they were winding down their series, because they'd run out of characters. And um, they went to production,
1: and it's a perfect sculpt
0: of Lugosi on the steps of Castle Dracula handle in its hand as he greets White Fry at Renfield. It's it's the sequence in the film where, you know, I am Dracula. I bid you welcome. Yeah. And as soon as they went into production from what I've heard yeah. I wasn't there in person. Lugosi Junior wanted more money again. And put a cease and desist order on production.
1: Yeah, because it, oh, not that many were actually made. Um, three figures. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, they came out I believe something like the San Diego Comic Con, yeah. so you had them there. Yeah, they weren't a San Diego Comic Con exclusive; they were meant to go everywhere. But they stopped
0: production. Yeah. And because they had the rights while those were used, they could sell them. So they are rarer than hens teeth. Yeah. And we bought ours on eBay unboxed. Yeah. Um, but complete. And I remember we've seen them go for three figures. Yeah. I paid thirty seven for
1: mine. I think I paid twenty eight.
0: But to be honest, yeah, I, I did the sneaky thing
1: of a late night. I did the exact same thing because I knew if I didn't do that, we then would never own it, and it would just be escalation.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it was my my whole method there was. I'll bid as much as I would be happy to pay for it if I saw it in a shop window in Manchester yeah. when we go there. And no more. Yeah, And I timed it so that I'd never have time to put in a second bit. So it, I was lucky on that day. Yeah. So um, my recommendations are Comic Book Men, which is both funny, if you're me, expensive, uh, and quite insightful at times. And The Boys, which yeah. is just stunning. But please be aware, The Boys is not very kid-friendly. Okay. There's a lot of swearing, nudity, sexual violence, and superheroes. Yes. Yeah. So, that's that. Now it's been a week where once again, there hasn't been that much news. No. I think everybody just checked everything they had, uh, into San Diego comic con, which is now two weeks yeah. ago. And we haven't been to the cinema no. because we don't particularly want to see Lion King and we don't particularly want to see Dora the Explorer. So we're going back to the cinema next week yeah. or, Hobbs um, and Shaw, yes, and we're back again the week after that for one time, time in Hollywood. What he said, and then we're back there again for possibly crawl and scary, scary stories, stories to tell in the dark. So we will be getting back to having a look at films we've had. A bare-bones fortnight, And I'm sure that Cineworld are actually missing us. Uh, They're not missing our money because we still pay for the card. But what I thought I'd do is there is a thing that I've seen called the Billion Dollar Film Club. Okay. And it's a rundown of 42 movies which have taken over a billion worldwide okay? okay now some of these may have made its gross over re-releases yeah. but we're, we're not going to go okay and no. get all picky about that so these are i would guess the most successful movies of all time okay but i don't think that they take it you know, um, inflation, it's a So you're not going to see the likes of Gone with the Wind and uh, Sound of Music and stuff like that here. So it's only the ones which have reached a billion. Yeah. So most of these films, I think, are quite recent. All right. Right. Okay. So in at number 42, see what you make of this. Dark Knight
1: Deserves it. I believe that deserves It that. deserves to be at the arse end
0: of the 42.
1: No, it deserves to be in the 42. Okay. Why? Because that movie, despite my issues with the Joker having face paint and not taking the vibe in Ace Chemicals Had possibly the best live-action Two-Face story we've ever seen. Best live-action Two-Face story you've ever seen?
0: Yeah. We've only ever seen two. I know. And the first was Batman Forever.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that movie did not do any character in that movie any favours or justice. No. So we're happy with number forty two being the Dark Knight with a world grow worldwide gross of one billion four million nine hundred and thirty four thousand and thirty three dollars. Okay. Here's a question would it have made as much
1: had Heath Ledger? not passed away shortly after completing it? Not at all, because I'm still of the belief that people call him the greatest live-action Joker because he died.
0: Who is the greatest live-action Joker? I've just taken Batman the Animated Series away from you.
1: This is kind of surprising, because I've been thinking about it recently. Okay. The fact that you think about the Joker is not
0: surprising at all. Caesar Romero. Caesar Romero from the 1966 series, alongside Batman, Adam West, Robin, Burt Ward.
1: Yes. I you. would agree with you, because he had a menacing height. And also his eyes in it. Yeah. I don't know it doesn't make much sense, but he has the Joker's eyes. He has a
0: manic madness. Yeah. About him, and that imposing height. Had he been allowed to play it straight. Yeah. I mean, imagine Cesar Romero in place of Jack Nicholson.
1: You, it, that would have been great. Yeah. Right.
0: Number 41. Aladdin. Pass. 2019. Pass. Will Smith. Pass. Pass. Somehow, this has taken $1 billion Twelve million four hundred thirty-seven thousand one hundred eighty-one. Shouldn't even be on the list.
1: Why? I that is. There's a far higher possibility of me actually watching the live-action Lion King than there is Aladdin. And that would have to be. See, to I try.
0: like I like the animated movie, but I I feel no desire to see this. It's the same story, yeah, only with people. Down down the same lines. It's no, pass. Right, number th- 40. A Hobbit, an Unexpected Journey. Uh, worldwide gross of 1,021,103,568. Now, this is the only yeah. Tolkien movie we never saw at the cinema. Yeah. We were going to see it on New Year's Day, but a member of the family had a very bad hangover, was unable to make it. I'm talking about you, Tiffany. Yeah, you owe me. And we saw Jack Reacher Reacher instead with Tom Cruise, another hobbit. Little man. Okay, so let's go on. Uh this this grates my cheese. Okay. It really does grate my cheese. At number thirty nine, The Lion King two thousand and nineteen. It was released a couple of weeks ago and it's already got a worldwide growth of one billion twenty three million five hundred and eighty two thousand one hundred and forty two dollars. I don't get it. It's not a live-action Lion King, as
1: everybody keeps well, saying.
0: It's just a different form of animation.
1: I, I don't get what the big deal is with this Lion King but It movie. says here, plot. After the murder of his father, a young Lion Prince flees
0: his kingdom, only to learn the true meaning of responsibility. In We've seen it yeah. all! Get the Hakuna Matata out of here. And Scar was far better than the animated version thirty eight zootopia two thousand sixteen disney worldwide growth one billion two twenty three million seven hundred
1: and eighty four thousand one hundred and ninety four I'm actually very surprised that that's on the list because i to me that seems like one of the thats it yeah. It was a good movie. I I, I love the movie. I've got no issue with the movie. It just seemed like I've got no said. issue with Disney
0: having it no. up here, but it's it seems like really that many people saw that movie. Yeah. Let's let's just hope. Yeah. That big hero six. Six. I wanted to say seven. I don't know why. But big hero six is here because I enjoy that even Should more. Be. Okay. In at number 37, Alice in Wonderland, 2010, directed by Tom, nobody, Tim Burton. Yes. Um, That's got a worldwide gross of 1,025,467,110. I
1: have no issue with that one, because that was more of a sequel to the... Animated version Okay Um,
0: Okay, so that's number 37 So, count this There's Alice in Wonderland Zootopia Lion King Aladdin Four of the films we've covered so far have been Disney. Okay, let's see what's in it. Number 36. Oh, Number 36. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, 1999. With a worldwide gross of $1,027,044,677. Okay, Um, I would imagine that this would be the lowest scoring, not because it's not a good film, because I like The Phantom Menace. but as I recall back in 1999, bad word of mouth spread very, very quickly, very, very quickly, and I think that hurts it. Yeah. Whereas with The Last Jedi, which I'm kind of conflicted about and probably will be until the end of the year, um, there wasn't as much bad mouth bad word of mouth about that. It was more people were a little bit confused. Yeah. And people were actually so confused they went to see it again. Yeah,
1: to try and see if they could
0: figure out any better Yeah. Because that was a film where there was grumbling about Phantom Menace. Unjustifiably, I think But with The Last Jedi Everybody just filed Quietly out of that midnight screening At the end And the whole uh, The whole feeling of it was yeah. The hell did we just see? It,
1: it kind of seemed to flatten the sequel, Georgie Kind of, kind of
0: Okay, on to 30, 35 Ah uh, Finding Dory I love that movie I love that movie prefer. I love the octopus Yeah, I prefer Nemo I prefer Finding Nemo I I don't know why In fact I'm having problems Figuring out What my favourite Pixar is And I think That's going to be Another feature yeah. for another day Yes it's something that I, I, I'm quite conflicted about. Um, it's not Cars 2, I'll tell you that. No. Okay? Right, then. So, at number 34, Jurassic Park. Spielberg enters the
1: Billionaires Club. That should have been higher. 1993...
0: Remember, as far as I'm aware, these are okay. not adjusted for inflation because you're you're not seeing yeah. any black and white classics here. You're not seeing your um, Gone with the Wind and what have you, Doctor Vargo. I don't know if you'll even see the Godfather in here. All right, the Jurassic Park. Um, so Jurassic Park took a worldwide gross in 1993. Of one billion twenty nine million one hundred and fifty three thousand eight hundred and eighty two. It'd be interesting to see if things like ET are on yeah. Ghostbusters.
1: Carrying on thirty three Despicable Me Three. Can't really comment, I haven't seen it.
0: I've seen the first one first one. I bought two and three. Yeah, I haven't watched them yet. I've seen two. We we need to get on that. I have seen two. Um, I've seen Minions. Yeah. Um, but at number thirty-three, Despicable Me three, two thousand seventeen, took a worldwide growth of one billion thirty-four million seven hundred ninety-nine thousand four hundred nine dollars. This is my problem. I buy these
1: discs, then I forget. This is this is exactly like the Friday Thirteenth game. I buy it.
0: Oh, you're not justifying that to me. After right, thirty-two. Surprised. Spider-Man: Far From Home has burst the
1: billion already apparently it's the only Spider-Man movie to burst a billion. Um, 1,044,382,447. What a
0: film. Yeah. What a film. Proper Mysterio. Yeah. Spider-Man basically mourning the death of his mentor. Yeah. The introduction of J. Jonah Gamerson. Oh. Memories. What memories? It was only a few weeks ago. Actually, that was the last thing we saw at the cinema. Yes, it was. Well, one of two movies that I've seen at the cinema three times this year, the other being Endgame. The last time I saw Endgame, it was in IMAX, thanks to my good buddy Karen Woodham. Okay. Oh, surprise, surprise. Disney here again. Number 31, with a worldwide growth of 1,045,713,802. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tide, 2011. Wow. I love those films. Yes. I didn't think that they could squeeze as many movies out as they did. But I love those films. I, I, I love the, the Disney ride and hope that when we go to Dis- Disneyland Paris in uh, September that they've they've got it there. Johnny Depp? Great. Um, but I think that those rumours have now been quashed or the project has been pulled. They were going to relaunch Pirates of the Caribbean with a female version of that.
1: Yeah, I heard that. Why?
0: the The original is, is is good enough. Don't reinvent it, people. Right, number thirty. We're in the top thirty. Okay. Are you ready? Any guesses first before I no, click? No. Okay. Really. Ooh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story from two thousand sixteen. Uh, worldwide gross of $1,056,057,273. That was the middle bit yeah. that nobody thought that they needed, they needed between Revenge of the Sith and Star Wars and yeah. New Hope. And it, it surprised the heck out of me by giving me... Did you realize that I said no oh, potty man. Um, CGI Peter Cushing.
1: That worked really well. It shocked me. It
0: was like, oh, it's Peter Cushing. Oh, okay. Onward. In the number twenty-nine again, Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Man's Chest wow. from 2006 with a worldwide gross of 1,066,179,725. Jack Sparrow rules, the not yeah. uh, The plot of this one is Jack Sparrow races to recover the heart of Davy Jones to avoid enslaving his soul to Jones' service. We've got to read yeah. this Gotta do it. Okay. Second entry for Pixar in at number twenty-eight. Toy Story three from two thousand and ten. When they almost yeah. were all destroyed, that that I that there was a lump in my throat. Yeah. Because that scene would bring a tear to a glass eye. It would.
1: If, if you feel nothing at that point, you have no soul, you are dead. I still, I do actually class Toy Story as one of the oh. greatest quadrilogies of all time. Yeah, because Toy Story 4... Is an epilogue. To it story. is.
0: It is. It
1: is. Right
0: then. We are moving right along to number 27. Dark Knight Rises. The follow-up to The Dark Knight, Christian Bale. I prefer Rises to Dark Knight. So do I. And I like... It, it. It's the best cinematic Batman story ever told. Yeah. I like this one particularly because Catwoman, as played by Anne Hathaway, really does channel Julie Newman. Yes. Even to the outfit. And in this one, Bale... Doesn't overdo the voice. No. He doesn't overdo the voice in Batman Begins or in Dark Knight Rises, but in Dark Knight he overdoes yeah. the Batman voice it's too hoarse. And every time he says "I'm, I'm man. man," I'm sitting there going, <clears throat> "Yeah," because <clears throat> he, he just sounds like he needs to clear his throat. Um, but we had a uh, guerrilla terrorist, Bane. Yeah. Not quite what we saw in the comics, but close enough. than Batman and oh, Robin. Oh, God. Oh, dear me. And, uh, oh, the ending. Yeah. Oh. Just that. In at number 17, uh, no, uh, 26. It's slide 17 of 42. Uh 26 Transformers Age of Extinction with 1,104,054,072 power dollars not pounds dollars Mark Wahlberg joins the Transformers franchise as it goes into a yeah. different direction after Shia LaBeouf I have a weakness for the Transformers movies. I love them. Um, I may not understand them when, when I see them the first time, because they're cut so quickly, and, yeah. you know, it's like, whoa, who, who's that? What? what who who what, what? What's the... What?
1: you got to watch them a few times. And the they're only, stunning in Blu-ray. The only Transformers movie that I didn't really like is Last Night. The one before Bumblebee. Oh, right. Okay. Because they were building up to a big battle between Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Yeah. It was barely a fight. Yeah. And it was done within about four minutes. Okay. In at number 25, Skyfall
0: 2012.
1: My least objectionable Dinah Craig Bond movie.
0: Had they had this as the kappa for a trilogy yeah. of Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, well, I'd have been happy. Yeah. They added Spectre, and they still carried on, yeah. um, which took it a bit too far. This, I think, is Daniel Craig's best movie. Isn't yes. It is. You know, uh, let's consider that nobody actually knows. What? No. But there we have it. Skyfall. Twenty-four. Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. With a worldwide gross of 1,119,929. No. Too many figures here. Yeah. I'm going to try that one again, dear dear listener. One billion one hundred nineteen million nine hundred twenty-nine thousand five hundred twenty-one against a production budget of ninety-four million. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it's got several endings.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: I have bought them on blue, and I'm going to wait until I've got an eaten quiet afternoon. Yeah, and and watch it and basically savor the feast for the eyes. Okay. 23. Transformers Dark of the Moon. 2011. The Autobots learn of a Cybertronian spacecraft hidden on the moon and race against the Decepticons to reach it and learn its secrets. Now, is this the one with the voice of Leonard
1: Nemo? Yes. Ah. The end of the Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Um,
0: serious. And it grossed $1,123,794,079. Secure its place at number 23. 22. Captain Marvel. The one that people try to sabotage yeah. because there there are some misguided souls out there that really don't want female superheroes. No. What is wrong with you people? If you're one of the people who who didn't want Captain Marvel to succeed, purely because she's female, I am talking to you. There is something very, very wrong with you. Go and seek help. Seriously, tell them Robin sent you. Captain Marvel at number 22 uh, has a worldwide gross of 1,128,000,000 $234,794. $234,794. And it cost $152 million to make. My God, films her expensive. Bri Larson rocked it yeah. didn't she? She did. 22. Oh no. see <laughs> it again. Slide 22. 21 in the top 42. Aquaman. Oh, well-deserved. Last year's Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, well-deserved. Jason Momoa made the role his own. To date, the
1: best-looking superhero movie on Blu-ray. Oh, God. I agree. I agree. It's stunning on Blu-ray. Uh,
0: has a worldwide gross of one billion one hundred forty-seven. Million one hundred and sixty one thousand eight hundred and seven dollars. Oh, I love that. Movie. Had a nice fairy tale yeah. quality to it as well. And I was halfway through the film for I, I, I realized who, who his mum was. How? I don't know. I did not realize that was Nicole Kidman. Wow. Okay, the Merry Marvel Marching Society marches forth. In at number 20. We're in the top 20. Captain America Civil War worldwide gross of 1,153,304,495 Was that not the best preparation for
1: uh, Endgame? That actually took me I loved it when I saw it. Yeah. But it took me a couple of Watches to fully get it Because there's so much that happens in that movie Yeah
0: What a film 19, wow, Minions The spin-off From yeah. Despicable Me where This was released in 2015 With a worldwide Gross of one billion one hundred fifty-nine thousand three hundred ninety-eight. I it wrong again $1,159,398,397 It's hard to believe that Minions took more than Civil War There's a the, there's the Minions craze though, wasn't there? there? There was They were really well marketed Oh, but the Minions fell at the feet of Iron Man 3 2013 mm-hmm. uh, when Tony Stark's world was torn apart by a formidable terrorist called the Mandarin. He started an odyssey of rebuilding and retribution. Had yeah. a total uh, gross of $1,214,811,250. Tony Stark, yeah. as played by Robert Downey Jr., possibly we will ever see. Good Lord, number seventeen, The Fate of the Furious, 2016, our last Fast and Furious movie to date. Um, that's the one where they were outrunning a nuclear submarine yeah. of the rice cap. Um, we're a long way from from street racing on the, the roads of Los Angeles here. Um, But it took a worldwide gross of $1,236,005,118. Wow. Chilice, they're on. Right. And here we are with more Pixar at number 16, Incredibles 2. Long-awaited sequel. I would like to see a sequel. Um, Worldwide Gross, one billion. Do you think any of these will ever reach two billion? Anyway, it's one billion two hundred and forty two million seven hundred and seventy thousand five hundred and fifty four dollars. Kind of surprised at that one because it was actually quite a dark movie. It was. But then a lot of um Pixar movies are very cleverly yeah. dark. Oh what now fifteen Beauty and the Beast live live action took more than Anything
1: else we've heard Th- so far? This, this is a fad I can't wait to see the end of.
0: Yeah, let's burst
1: this please
0: But whatever. Beauty and the Beast 2017 took
1: $1,263,521,126. 14. Frozen. Frozen appeared to be a completely... Under the radar hit it did. that no one seemed prepared for. I don't think Disney were quite no. prepared for the level. Because the very level of popularity thing was Frozen, and I noticed this at the time. Yeah. When Frozen came out, there wasn't actually any Frozen merchandise. No, no, out.
0: very low merchandising, which kind of shows that.
1: Frozen, didn't actually have its merchandise until months later. No.
0: And this, of course, is now the second Disney, Disney traditional Disney classic feature to to be in the top forty two. In at number fourteen, with a worldwide gross of one billion, two hundred and seventy six million four hundred and eighty thousand three hundred and thirty-five dollars. In at number thirteen, we have Jurassic World:
1: Fallen Kingdom,
0: 2018.
1: I'm glad it's in the list. I don't personally. I don't think it should be higher than Jurassic Park. Well, more people went to see it. But Jurassic Park. I know.
0: I was there. I went to see it. You weren't even born. Yes, I, I was. Oh, yes, you were. You right? were. You were a few months old. Fifteen. No, I
1: couldn't. I a few months. It 93. I was born in 91. You were not of cinema age.
0: Worldwide growth of 1,309,484. No, I've done it again. 1,309,484,461. I'm, I'm just not used yeah. to reading out numbers that are this big. In a former life, I was a civil servant. No word. Oh, number 12. Star Wars The Last Jedi. No. (laughs) Uh, Picked up 1,332,244,774. The
1: more I think about Last Jedi, the more issues I, I seem to have. Well, I'm hoping that they'll all be resolved with The Last Skywalker. Yeah.
0: And we'll walk away happy. And then when Last Skywalker. Yeah. Is the last guy? Is the last guy walking? Yeah, the last Skywalker. The rise of the Skywalker. The rise of the Skywalker. (laughs) I've been joking around with the Skywalker Awakens. Yeah. Um, When Episode Nine (laughs) opens, I'm hoping to um, you know pick it up on Blu-ray as soon as it's out, and then just go through all of them. Yeah, and everything will make sense, and my world will be a better place. Uh, first entry at number 11 for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part 2. It may actually be the only entry for Harry yeah. Potter. With a worldwide gross of 1,341,511,219. Uh, kind of a shame to say that I didn't even see this until this past year, 2019. Yeah. That's really good movie. They... They work together very well. I had long written them off, but I was wrong. (gasps) We're into the top ten. Okay. Into the top ten, Steve. In at number ten, Black Panther 2018. With a worldwide gross of 1,346,913,161. Now then, I have a strong, strong... This is not the last we've heard of the
1: Marvel movie universe in the top 10. No, but with the Black Panther. Yes. This is the point I keep trying to make. Yeah. I have nothing against the Black Panther movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's just, it is not my favourite Marvel movie.
0: True, true.
1: I preferred the Black Panther. Civil War to his own movie.
0: Maybe they jumped the gun too quickly and gave him his own movie. Yeah, but it was integral that we knew all about uh, T'Challa and Wakanda because so much. Yeah, of the following Avengers movie would be set there. Yeah, so you know. Then nine Avengers: the Age of Ultron. Did not think that this had burst the billion, but there we go. Uh, worldwide gross of one billion four hundred five million four hundred three thousand six hundred
1: ninety-four dollars. Uh, number nine, two thousand fifteen. I loved Age of Ultron. I thought yeah. it's a great movie. The, the only part of that movie I had any kind of... It wasn't even that big an issue, but is I thought it was kind of needless, because it went nowhere. What? Was the thing between Bruce Banner and Black Widow. I, I thought... I, I liked the whole thing of the Hulk, Down. Yeah. I, I loved that. But to me, that seemed like... Joss Whedon was going back to the barrel of Buffy and Angel again?
0: I don't know. Um, I'm not aware that they had like a romantic thing going on in the comics, but it it did serve to round out yeah. and flesh the characters a bit more because we know who the Black Widow is. We've seen her in the comics for years. We know who the Hulk is. And within the Marvel movie universe, they seem to be. <clears throat> even though Scarlett uh, Johansson and and Mark Ruffalo do a fantastic job, it's Bruce Banner is interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: Hulk isn't. No, and you know Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff, super agent. Yeah. When she's not doing the flips and punches and the high kicks and all this, she's not that interesting a character. She doesn't have much to do. So it kind of rounded off those two characters rather well. Because I thought yeah. that there would be some kind of romantic thing going on between Hawkeye and the widow, which had in comics. That would have made more sense. But then they, they kind of pulled a fast one yeah. and established
1: that Hawkeye was actually married yeah. and had kids. The one thing, I, the only, I think, issue... Overall, I, I was very happy with it. Is that it seemed that, you know, he had Bruce Banner as the, you uh, know, as oh, gosh, Bruce Banner. Yes. You know, he's completely fine, um, normal, um, great. Yeah. Like Angel. Yeah. Then Hulk, you know, angry, all the rest of it, and jealous. It, it seems of Yeah, different.
0: there are definite parallels there. You are right. Right, number eight. Furious 7. That one I loved. Wow. I am really surprised. Um, 2015, um, the plot has Deckard George Jason Statham, seeking revenge against... Dominic Toretto and his family for his comatose brother. Um, wow!
1: Is it that surprising though? With Paul Walker dying, that was his last film,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it uh, the worldwide gross was one billion five hundred sixteen million forty five thousand nine hundred eleven dollars. The Fast and Furious films, to me, are, uh, I enjoy them. Yeah, they're kind of a guilty pleasure. Okay, seven. The Avengers. Yeah. So this is, in the top
1: ten, the third Marvel movie. Yeah. Third Avengers movie. No, second Avengers. Second Avengers movie. Yeah. Third Marvel movie.
0: Um, this basically ticked all the boxes for yeah. us. Uh, it was the first time we'd seen that many superheroes in a film, and it did not disappoint me. Um, the worldwide gross was $1,518,812,988. 900, and it was seven years ago. Wow. Jurassic World. Happy with that one. Okay. Loved that movie. Um, of course, kind of re- reinventing. But not quite the Jurassic Park uh, Yes,
1: um, and the no. park
0: has. Well, a new theme park built on the original site yeah. of Jurassic Park creates a genetically modified hybrid dinosaur which escapes containment and goes on a killing spree and sells millions of toys. Yeah. Uh, I suppose the fair. Might- What's your favourite dinosaur in Jurassic World? Elk Park, world.
1: World? Yeah. I'm going to go with Blue. Blue, the Velociraptor. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yours? I would have said that giant, mega, huge thing that's in the pool. Um, But that's without taking into consideration the shivers I got down my spine when they opened the T-Rex enclosure for her to come to the rescue. So my favorite of all Jurassic Park and Jurassic World dinosaurs is the T-Rex. Gotta be. Five. Avengers Infinity War.
1: That's just not surprising at all. Not surprising
0: at all. twenty eighteen, worldwide gross two billion forty eight million three hundred
1: and fifty nine thousand seven hundred and fifty four dollars. You got your
0: answer two billion. I did. And this is the Fourth Fourth, Avengers. Let's see. Third Avengers. Fourth... (laughs) Fourth Marvel movie in the top ten. Four. Star Wars. The Force Awakens. See, I'm telling you, this is not adjusted for inflation, because I would have thought that we'd have seen um, E.T. or... Indiana Jones or indeed Star Wars yeah. itself here yeah, by now. By Star Wars itself, I mean Star Wars and evil. Uh released in two thousand fifteen with a worldwide growth of two billion sixty-eight million two hundred and twenty-three thousand six hundred and twenty four dollars. Wow. In at number three. Titanic. Okay. Um, needn't really say anything no. about this because everybody knows what it's about. Uh, it's Cameron's first movie. Yeah. In, in this. It took $2,187,463,994 uh, over several releases. Right in at number two. Would you like to take a guess? Avatar. Mm, you'd be right. You'd be right. Two thousand and nine, with a worldwide gross of two billion seven hundred eighty-seven thousand. No, no, Robin. No, Robin. We'll try again. Two billion. And as No surprise to anybody The top rated film Of all time Not adjusted for inflation There they are Avengers Endgame So far It has a worldwide gross of $2,793,678,316. Wow. So there we have it. Yeah. The full rundown of the 42 most successful films of all time. And not only that, but I do believe we have prattled on for so damn long This is our longest show at 1 hour and 17 minutes 44 seconds. So, without further ado, because we've taken enough of our uh, Do you want to say goodbye? You say it first. Okay. It's goodbye from me, Robin Pierce and me, Stephen Pierce Until next week Stay low Stay sharp Stay safe.